Imagine the scene. It's a stormy night in Chicago, with the howling wind and rain dashing against the Victorian window panes of the old infirmary. A flash of lightning reveals the form of a man, hunched over a table with a bloody scalpel in hand. He shuffles across the room to the boom of thunderclaps, takes up a pen and starts to write. The subject was a white male, 46 years of age, 53.8 kilos in weight and 168 centimetres tall. Death was due to skull fracture as a result of a fall. He stops writing and turns to glance over his shoulder at a table supporting a shape covered in a sheet, before continuing with a feverish excitement in his spidery scrawl. Dissection of the cadaver to obtain the various organs and tissues desired for study, performed on a stainless steel table covered with a polyvinyl sheet. Soft tissue samples prepared for analysis by first being diced in a porcelain bowl with stainless steel knives. This macabre scene sounds like it might be from some kind of gothic horror fiction. You may be surprised, and a little worried, to know that the quoted text is taken word for word from a scientific journal paper in 1953 by Dr. R. M. Forbes from the University of Illinois. What kind of strange experimental dissection was this? The aim of this seemingly gruesome study was, in fact, to determine the composition of the adult human body through chemical analysis. The question, what are we made of, has troubled us for millennia. In the ancient Far East, Hindu and Buddhist scholars believed the substance of humans and everything else on Earth was a mix of five elements. Fire, earth, air, water and akasha. The first four accounting for the material world and the fifth element accounting for the void beyond it. Across the globe, the ancient Greeks settled on a similar idea, with the fifth element named ether. Aristotle suggested poetically, but on rather flimsy evidence, that the stars must be made of this unchangeable and heavenly substance. These five elements were presumed to combine to make the human body, which Hippocrates described as being composed of four humours, yellow bile, black bile, blood and phlegm. Fantastic as it might seem, this theory held some sway for hundreds of years, right up until the advent of modern European medicine in the 19th century. Perhaps its tenacity rested on the observation that blood in a glass container separates into four layers, a dark clot of black bile at the bottom, then red blood cells, then white blood cells they called phlegm, and finally a yellow serum at the top, which they called yellow bile. An imbalance of these humours was thought to lead to ill health, with an excess of black bile revealing susceptibility to deep depression. Some of the words in the English language still used today reflect this medical attribution. Melancholy is derived from the Greek melancholia, meaning black bile, and phlegmatic describes someone who is calm and stoical. <laughs>